Hello there, five girls and all the other people. Welcome to the podcast. Hey there, guys. Number 75. Oh, stay alive, 75. 75, stay alive. Random podcast with me. The magnificent, the brilliant, the stupid, the stunning Marquis. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> The whores go mental and the heathens go crazy. It's a wild times over here in the podcast chambers. I am very mellow. February 26th or some sort of stuff like that. I'm so tired for some reason. I just had a lovely nap. Nice little orgasm. And I combed my hair. Two of those three things are true. I was ever, did you ever have a bad hair day and it annoys you? So I comb my hair before this podcast so I wouldn't be annoyed. Um, that's how it goes, people. Sometimes you're having a bad day, a bad hair day. My confidence, my humor, my uh, if I'm having a good hair day, oh, am I dancing? But sometimes you might be having such a bad a hair day as you decide you have to go drinking at 8 a.m. in the morning, people. You gotta get the day out of the way already. Oh, my hair looks like that. See you later, productivity. Not gonna be anything good, not gonna happen today. Because you're gonna be worried about your hair. You're gonna be looking in reflections. Oh, the bus is driving past. Oh, you're having a good day. And then you see a reflection in the driving bus that's driving past. And you're like, what? That's what I look like. Didn't fully see myself, but I'll assume it was ugly. Even though it might not be. So I remember this one time I was in the shop and uh, um, I was looking, buying something in the milk and I was looking in and then I, I was like, who's this dope looking at me? And I, it was myself in my reflection. You know the way on the shelves, they have those mirrored shelves. But I didn't feel bad about my hair that day. I wish it comes back to being vain, people. Being vain. I wish I wasn't so vain. Like I realized this week, it genuinely upsets me that um, when I open my phone camera and it's facing me, and it upsets me that I look ugly. I never been like, oh, I look good with that unflattering angle. I, I, I that's why I hate people who look good from all angles. Don't wanna talk to you. You're too good looking for me. Too good looking. You can wear any clothes you want. You can wear a big dumb hat and a cape and stupid boots and still look good. Don't like you. Too good looking. Too good looking. You know when guys, straight dudes, think another dude is good looking, but they don't want to be like, he's a good looking dude. They'll be like, ah, I bet you he's gay. That's, uh, that's how insecure straight dudes like to, oh, I bet, and if there's two friends, they're both good looking, ah, they're definitely gay. That's what straight dudes do. They, uh, they hide behind, oh, they must be gay. They're too good looking. They've definitely kissed a man. Look at him, he's too pretty. He's a model. You're a good looking model? Get away, you must be. You must be a good looking model, yeah. Um, Which is funny because. I know in my head I'm not a model, but then there is part of my head where I remember when I was young, I don't know why, I played watching Brad Pitt or something in Fight Club. I was like, oh, that's, if I just worked out, that's what I would look like. Here's what happened. I worked out and I don't look like that unless I stand in the right lighting and I flex my stomach 
And I can be like, oh, all day pack is. All day pack, but put me into daylight and I'm not flexing. I realized the other day, I was sitting on my bed and I was like, wait, do I flex all the time? What's my real body? I don't even know. Coffee's kicking in. The vanity is always there, though, people. Oh, yeah, I remember when I was young, I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, one day I'm going to make it as people's top 100 beautiful persons. Don't I can't spare the words because I was younger at the time, but that was my thought. I was going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be known as the sexiest man in the world. That's actually true in a sad way. I do remember thinking that. I'd be like, ah, I won't be one of those chiseled guys, but I'll be one of those mm, other attractive people. And then the uh, the vein the vein bug kicked in, and uh, you, I I think I'm deluded. That's what the whole point is. A girl this week told me I was deluded, and she was smart, and she's smarter than me, unfortunately, which made me feel uh, inadequate. But you know, that's what life is about. You can't always be the smartest person there, and maybe you're not even smart. That's what happens when you meet an actual smart person. You're like, oh wait, am I just? Around dumb people? Is that what's happening here? Am I actually very dumb? That would explain a lot. But in my head, I'm like, oh, but I've got a master's degree and all this other stuff and on paper. Maybe I'm just deluded. And that's what she was telling me. She she did a, a fist paragon. Um, It was like a paragon. I had to even ask her, I was like, what, what does paragon mean? Do you know what you have to ask? Instead of nodding along, I like to ask when I feel dumb. I'm like, what does that word mean? She said something like, um, oh, your veneer. Like your smartness. Your intelligence is veneer. I'm probably butchering it. And it's like a thin thin layer of smartness. But ask me any more questions and I'll fall flat. Because, you know, my intelligence is uh, as deep as a lick of paint. It's as deep as a shallow. Am I intelligent? Maybe not. Not when I talk to smart people. But anyway, she was going on about me being deluded. And I was like, what do you mean? And she put her fist down by her midriff. She's like, you're down here. And she put her fist then by her head. And she was like, you want to get here. And then she put her fist over her head and she was like, and this is where you'll think you're going to end up. And then she put her fist back down to her stomach and she said, but don't forget, this is where you are. This is the now. And I was like, oh yeah, but I'm going to get up to the top too. She was like, why? And I was like, I just believe I will because I'm smart. And she's like, you don't know, you didn't know what veneer meant. And I was like, ah, yeah, good point. Okay, I'm feeling dumb. And then I was like, nah, I'll get up to those top two. She was like, ah, but will you? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, why? And I was like, nah, because I'm deluded. And that's what I came back to people, deluded. Are you deluded? I think you have to be. If you move to LA and you're like, I'm going to do this. It's, um, it's. You have to be deluded. And then I laugh at people. The thing about doing comedy, so you see so many like awful comedians trying to like up and coming, but they're so bad. They don't have a joke. If there was no one else doing comedy in the world, they still couldn't be a good comedian. They're just not funny. It's, it shocks me that 
These people are never funny. Awful. I can't stress how bad some of them are. And they move from wherever they're from, uh, far, far away, and they come to LA and they're like, I'm going to be a comedian. I heard my neighbor the other day. He was doing laundry and there was a girl down there too. And uh, she was like, oh, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian. And she was like, oh, that's cool. How long have you been doing it? And he's like, well, I've done like three open mics. And she was, she was like, so how long? And she, he was like, well, I work a full-time job doing something else, but I'm a stand-up comedian now. He did three open mics, and you could tell he wasn't funny. He just kept laughing at nothing. Like, yeah, I <laughs> I use net detergent. Like, why are you laughing, you fake fuck? Um, but the balls on him, the balls on him to be like, I'm a stand-up comedian. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. He did three three sets. Three open mics. You could tell he's horrendous. But that's the good thing about LA. You can fake it till you fake it and then you die. Because you're definitely not going to make it. But like... You can just show up and you'll be like, oh, I'm a comedian. Why? I said so. Cool. Everyone, this guy's a comedian. And then people will be like... And then someone else who's insecure will introduce you to someone else be like, oh, this is Tony, he's a comedian. And he'll be like, okay. And then someone else be like, and you, what you do? And they're like, oh, that's Kira. She said she's a singer. Can she sing? I never heard her, but I, I, she's very good. She's my best friend. How long do you know each other? Two minutes. Okay, cool. And you have so full of deluded people. And then you're, I remember saying that to this smart girl who was making me feel dumb. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, but they're really deluded. They're not funny. And she's like, wait, do you think people have said that about you? And I was like, oh, yeah, they have. And then you're like, oh, wait, am I like that? Am I deluded? And you are, I am deluded. I thought I was going to be a sexiest man on people, beautiful people. That's deluded. If you look at my face, it's not asymmetrical. Um, my left side is better than my right side. It's very unfortunate. I my hair, uh, my hair wrecks my head. Some people like it. Some people hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Short. Hate it. Long. Hate it. Uh, I cut it short, and they're like, "Oh, that looks better." But you know, I'm still. You still don't have the ch- chisel looks. I saw a girl last night. She had great cheekbones. I said jokingly, "Oh, lovely cheekbones. They're almost as nice as myself." And um. Her and her friend looked at me and they said, no, you don't have cheekbones. And I was like, it was a dagger to my heart because, you know, deep down, I want to be in beautiful people's top 100 sexiest people. I want to be sitting on top of that tree like a little angel that I am. Angel boy is on top of the Christmas tree of beautiful people looking down and pissing on the people below me on the charts. And then they said, oh, you've uh, you've got no cheekbones. And I was sucked in my cheeks for dear life. They said, no, maybe if you counter your face, count, counter, can't pronounce that word, C-O-N-T-O-U-R, the makeup may do the makeup thing with your face, and then you'd have cheekbones, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll start wearing makeup now to make myself more beautiful, might as well go the whole hog, you know, people move to LA, and you start wearing tights, and then Lou Reed sings a song about you, and you start wearing makeup, and then the he becomes a she, 
Might as well go down that full that route. You never know. It could be a way in for the uh, people's top 100. But deluded. Oh, and then I had that deluded I was on about last week that I wanted to be a singer. Despite the fact I can't sing, I can pretend to sing for a bit. I was good in the choir, but I can't sing. But even now, if you put a gun to my head and you said, can you sing this song really well? I'd say, yes, I bet I could. And then I'd die. That'd be it. I'd be dead because they'd be like, you're tone deaf. And I'd be like, but no, in the shower, in the shower I can sing. I swear to God, the water come down on me and I'm a, I reach the high notes and the lows. And they'll be like, no, you're dead. See you later. You had your chance. You said you could sing. You said you could sing and you said you... You were a uh, sexiest man alive. I've had some great burns this week. Girl told me that I, I have uh, my head is the shape of a lima bean, so that was nice. A lima bean goes wide at the bottom, then it goes narrow apparently, and then it goes wide at the top. So apparently that's the shape of my face, uh, my right eye. Um, what was wrong? My right eye again. All kind of. What was the word? Not pops. Bulges. So that's nice. I have a bulging right eye. Um, oh, I got told I bought this new jacket over Christmas. I still like this jacket. So that's why. Oh, by the way, all these mocks, I enjoy a good mocking, especially if the person that is mocking me I like. Then mock away. So don't. Uh, if anyone, if one fucking person comments, oh, don't be sad. You don't have a bulging eye. Shut up. I don't care. They're funny. If I like you, if I don't like you and you try to mock me, I won't like you even more. But if I do like you and you mock me well, then, oh, that tickles me giblets. Whatever giblets are deep inside of my soul, my bowels, my belly, my throat, my chest, wherever they may be. Oh, it's tickled. I think this was the... Wait, let me think of it. I had a girl tell me... um. Uh, she wants to go on a date and then she said something like... Yeah, I'm not into traditionally good-looking guys. And I was like, hmm, so does that mean I go against your grain because I am such a handsome guy? Or you're saying that I am your type because technically, in your eyes, I'm not traditionally good-looking. So that was a nice head-scratcher, people. You know, you're sitting there and you're having a nice day and then you're like, Okay, should my confidence be shot? And then you're like, why does your confidence have to do with uh, outside uh, validation? You say, oh, because I'm a weak man. A weak man. More of a boy than a man, really. But either way, weak. Weak is the the adjective you could use before whatever you want to call me. A weak idiot. A weak woman. A weak man. A weak boy. Um... So that was a nice one. I got told that my charm is not my face. Always nice to know that, you know, people aren't using me for my looks. Uh, That was good. Charm, not my face. That was a nice little burn. Made me chuckle. The best one, though, was that I dressed like an Asian twink. That was today, and that made me laugh a lot because I've got this jacket that I bought over Christmas. It's got flower sleeves. I used to think that the people, when I wore the jacket, would... It's black and then it's got flower pattern on the seeds. I still like the jack sleeves, not seeds. I still like the jacket. This is what I was trying to say before I interrupted myself rudely by correcting my poor English. Um, 
Yeah, I still like it. It's weird. I get usually compliments from women and gay dudes and then straight dudes and women who work as stylists hate it. That's how I've seen the the compliments and the insults have fallen. Stylists have been like, no. Straight dudes have been like, what are you doing? This guy, buddy Joe's like, hey, you can't mock my clothes. You got flowers in your jacket. He hates the jacket with passion. And then we were out last night, uh, me, myself, and a few buddies at Swingers. And uh, I was wearing the jacket, and there was a girl on a date, but maybe with a boyfriend. Maybe it wasn't a date. Maybe, well, whatever the fuck it was, we were leaving, and she stopped me to say, Oh, I love your jacket. Maybe she said that in a. Either I feel comfortable telling you this because I presume you're homosexual wearing that jacket, or. I love that jacket because it's a womanly jacket. Actually, another girl last night told me she had the same jacket. Um, so, yeah. <coughs> Getting some great compliments from this jacket. But then the stylist girl was like, you got to burn that jacket. It's horrible. And I was like, why? And she came at me with that great line. She said, you look like an Asian. You dress like an Asian twink. And if you don't know what a twink is, that is, I think, it's a youngish-looking man, like an 18- to 21-year-old man, gay boy, who looks like a little boy and feminine-ish. And, oh, I chuckled at that because she sent a picture of what she meant, and it was pretty spot on. I'd have to, I'd have to agree with her. Um, I would definitely have to agree with her, which is unfortunate, but it it was a good mark. You know, I put my hands up to a good mark. You mock me well. I will not I will not uh, disparage you. I will encourage you. Shout out to Vincent Motherway, Vinnie Motherway, as we call him, back in school, who gave me my favorite mark that I have a toaster head. That is that I have the head the shape of a toaster. It's long and narrow and wide at the same time. It's a very odd odd shape. I got a big old head. Big head nod, they used to call me. Some uh, some of the local bullies that live by me, they used to call me big head nod. Uh, I used to be bullied by a woman, by a girl, actually, now that I think about it. She was maybe 16. I was probably 10. And um, I think she wanted to kiss me or something, and I wasn't interested. I can't be fully sure of the exact dates and times and age difference but there was definitely an age difference where she was much older and I had no interest because she had a pancake face with a lot of freckles that's why we called her pancake face a lot of freckle Pam that was her nickname if you're listening shout out to you Pam um, and uh, I didn't reciprocate her feelings of wanting to hook up shift make out uh, eat the face off each other whatever terms you want to use and then she started mocking me, and she was older, and I wasn't as witty and as uh, silver whippity tongued as you say. And she said, "You got a, f- you got a b- look at your big old head, big head nod." They called me because it was a cartoon called Noddy. Um, I think it was an English cartoon, and the guy Noddy had a big head, and he used to wear a red hat with a bell on it, and I used to wear a pink hat, no bell, but it was a similar style hat and so they call me big head nod and that's when i knew i had a big head and eventually she bullied so me so much my dad had to tell her cop on oh you're fucking about five years old and i'm leaving alone and i said thanks dad you got my back and she i believe went on to become a policewoman 
So that's nice. Can't go back to that part of Ireland anymore. She'll arrest me for some innocuous reason and then try to grope me in the back of the police van. That's what I predict, and that's what I'll say. Um, Where was I going? I don't know. I forget fully, but there you go. I wish it wasn't so vain. I don't know why it became... Maybe because I thought when I was growing up, oh, I want to be in a boy band, and they all look perfect, like, well put together, and I used to try to do the same my hair gel it up so it wouldn't move but my hair wet compared to my hair dry oh it's like day and night day and night day and night night and day as they call it night and day it's kind of it's good when it's wet and then it dries and it becomes puffy and fluffy and puffs and puffs and some parts are straight and other parts are curly you'd never know people are always asking me what's up with your hair and i always ask them i don't know what's up with your fucking face because i get defensive you know me Defensive haze, they call me, unless I like you. You call me an Asian twink. I remember this time this one girl was like, um, Oh, I thought you had a better six pack. You kind of have a little bit of a gut. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Hit me to the core, people, because I'm very vain, very vain. Another girl told me one time that I was lumpy. She's like, Oh, you're kind of skinny, fat, lumpy. And I was like, What is this? Why are you trying to rip me down? Rip me down and tear me apart. It's working. I won't tell you, but it's working. I don't like it, but there we go. I'll go back to lying to myself. Maybe it's better to be deluded. I don't know if other Irish boys as vain grown up. There's definitely a few of us. I remember this one time, right? If I was not me and the other person in the story, I would have freaked out. But I remember I was doing, it was like um, bonfire night back in Ireland. Bonfire night is sometime November, October, one of those things, I think. I don't know what it's about. I can't remember. Am I going to look it up for the sake of the podcast? God, fuck me, no. That was weird. God, fuck me, no. I meant to say God, no. Maybe that was some um, subliminal messages I was sending to myself. Come on, God, fuck me, no. Come on, God. Bonfire night. Bonfire. All right, I'll look it up. I like the way I said, no way am I looking it up. But you know, this is a well, this is a well researched um, off the top of my fucking head uh, podcast. Bonfire night. Um, in Ireland. What? It's in 11th night. What the hell is that? Bonfire night is name. Yeah, you just you light bonfires and fireworks. I don't know why. Let's see why it's in Ireland. Nobody's saying why. The Battle of the Boyne. In rural alright, I'm just gonna read off Wikipedia. Is this gonna be interesting? Let's find out, people. Maybe not. Here we go. In rural parts of the Republic of Ireland, Bonfire Night refers to the twenty third of January, Saint John's Eve night. It has its origins in a religious celebration and originally featured prayers for bountiful crops. Of course it would. Everything in Ireland is for the crops. The night is linked to the summer solstice or midsummer's eve. Originally fires were lit to honour the goddess Anya. What an Irish name, I haven't heard that in a while. As part of a Celtic celebration. The Catholic Church, as they do, took over the pagan festival and linked it to the birth of St. John. Who's St. John? I don't know. 
funny how the Catholic Church is. This is our celebration now. On a side note, I'll come back to the story. I'll come back to my bonfire story. Repeat it three times so I don't forget. Bonfire, bonfire, bonfire. Vanity haze. Um, right now in Ireland, there's apparently a big snowstorm. The weather is the worst weather since 1982. How many years ago is that? 36. And there's a lot of snow in Ireland. Well, there's snowing today, tomorrow, and I think it's, it lasts like four days or something. And apparently everyone in Ireland's freaking out. Freaking out! And they bought all the bread and milk from the shops. And now there's no bread or milk left for anyone. Because they're stocking up on bread and milk out of fear that they're going to die and the snow will never stop. And Irish people love two things. They love toast and we love tea. So you need bread for toast and you need milk for tea. But there's actually like all the shops, there's no bread or anything left. It's all people's houses just full of bread, loaves of bread. 79, 100,000 loaves of bread sold in one little shop. And they're all stocking up because it's going to snow. And I saw the snow today and it's about six inches of snow, which for Ireland is a lot. But for when you see the snow in other places, you're like, okay, you can still actually go to the shop. And if you ran out of bread, you could just go buy more bread. But we, it's weird because it's the same thing for Good Friday. When like the off license, the liquor stores and the bars and pubs and all that jibber. They shut down the night before. People go mental, mental, and they'll buy all the booze. They'll buy seven weeks worth of booze just in case. What happens if they never open up? It's literally one night that you can't go to the pub. But because it's on a Friday, people think they're being, they're being robbed, stolen of their freedom and choice, their choice to go boozing on a Friday night. I honestly have never seen... So much booze being bought for one night. You never know. There could be an all-nighter. We could have a all-night party. Sure you don't want to be running out. A good Irish phrase is, it's better to be looking at it than looking for it. That's why I believe so many people in Ireland overpack because of that one phrase. My cousin told me that phrase and I've always overpacked since. Better to be looking at it than looking for it. So I, I go away for a weekend and I'll take. 19 t-shirts with me because you never know if you're having a good or bad hair day what t-shirt do you need to put on to salvage your confidence you know how it goes people confidence sky high or in the belly and the pit of a mud pit i don't know um yeah and it's funny that bread seems to be so important in ireland i forgot about that we do eat a lot of bread in fairness i wonder if it's the famine culture ran out of potatoes the english took the potatoes away from us and we all died so we need to stock up now on bread and booze the one night it's taken away from us you gotta overstock it's gonna be a lot of stale bread there's gonna be a lot of ducks being fed in ireland next week there's going to be a lot of fat ducks. How's that going to affect the economy? We can only find out. Apparently it's bad to feed ducks spread. What are you going to do? Ducks, they're afraid of gluten. Ducks can't eat gluten. They're like women in LA. They can't eat gluten. They'll eat ass, but they won't eat gluten. Um, back to my bonfire story. 
Hold on, just realizing now. Have I told the story before? I don't know. Who cares? So it was bonfire night. And um, we had a bonfire, which is just like a load of sticks and crates. And you build it up high and then you set it on fire. And then people sometimes put marshmallows and do that crap. And then other times people are drinking and getting drunk. Oh, I did tell the story, I think. But anyway... Uh, the fire was going and someone threw a pants into the fire and then I pulled the pants out because it was only half on fire but I started swinging the pants around my head yeah I definitely told a story and the pants I didn't realize was burning down and it ripped the zip off and the zip landed on uh, my friend's face it was my brother friend but we were still friendly and it like roasting hot metal zip right landed right in his face like the joker and he was like, ah, and everyone was like, oh, my God. And it left a big scar in his face. And then I was like, I'm sorry. And I was freaking out because I thought I was going to get in trouble. And they were just like, it's an accident. It's okay. And then that was it. He was just left with a scar in his face. Whereas if that happened to me, oh, I would have fucking, Mr. Vane over here would have fucking crumbled as a human being. I would have crumbled and fallen off the face of the earth because I'm vain. Now I wish I didn't remember telling that story halfway through because I remember telling it before. But yeah, that's when I that's when I realized, oh, I'm much vainer than all my friends. Like I got a buddy in New York and I went to visit him. I don't know how long. I remember I used to be bored at home before when I was growing up, especially on Wednesdays. We'd like Wednesday, half day on Wednesdays. You're like, what are you going to do? So I used to go snooping. I'm a real snooper. I'll snoop around. Oh, what's in here? What's over there? Oh, look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Oh, look at that bit of uh. But I'd be snooping around my parents' bedroom. And then i go into their bathroom. My mom would have like um, oil, oil of Yule. I think it's called oil of Ole now. Or maybe it's just Ole. Maybe it's changed altogether. And I started putting it on my face and it was cold in Ireland. And I didn't realize that I had dry skin. And I put it on and it cooled me down. I was like, oh, I'm moisturized. And I've been moisturizing ever since. That's probably why I have such a youthful looking, youthful looking, fucking, fucking stunning face. That's what a lot of people tell me. They come up to me and be like, fucking your face is stunning, boy. Stunning. And I'm like, thanks. Except for that one girl who told me my charm is not in my face. That was nice. That was a nice touch. I laughed it off. But, you know, I'm repeating it here. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe it got to me. Maybe it got to me. Probably didn't. I don't really care. But as a comedian, I you shouldn't be vain. Vanity is not a funny trait. But maybe I'll take the piss out of myself. Um, Thank God I'm not too good looking to be a comedian. Because you can be too good looking to... There's a few guys who are like, ah, oh, you're just too good looking. It's not going to happen. And there's a lot of hot women who are kind of funny. And rarely are they funny and really hot. Like tens. You just can't. You have to be really funny and you have to do it a lot. But anyway, I'm gibbering. So I used to moisturize. Moisturize, 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 moisturize. Thankfully, I never did. I never got my head turned by the makeup because you know although if I did I would have had cheekbones as a young boy I would have had lovely cheekbones because I could have countered from a young age but I didn't alas I did not um but oh so I just started moisturizing then I just kept moisturizing I was like oh yeah that's just the thing people do moisturize 
You get out of the shower, your skin's dry. Oh, you put on some moisturizer. Now you're dancing. Your face is no longer dry. But like I, I got to the point as well. If I'm, if I was at home, especially if I remember writing my books where I'd spend all day at home. You just get bored, and you're just like, "Oh, my face is dry. I'm gonna moisturize." I was like over moisturizing. I was all oily and just sweaty looking. What I'm trying to say, people, is I'm probably addicted to moisturizing. But then I visit my buddy in New York, and he was like, "I'll meet you at where I'm working. I'm gonna play basketball after work, and then I'll just take a quick shower, and then we go out and about and hit the town and get boozed." So I go to his office. He goes to have a shower. He comes back out of the shower. He just dries off, puts on his clothes, and um, um, and then he just puts gel in his hair and he goes out the door. And I was like, and it was freezing in New York. I was like, what? You know, you don't put on moisturizer. He was like, no, I'm not a woman. I was like, you don't. Your face isn't dry. And he's like, stop being so soft. And I was like, but I have to moisturize three times a day or I, I freak out. I, and he's like, what? And I was like, not in, not in. I'm joking. Let's get some pints into us. Only joking. And then I, I, I have a feeling a lot of Irish, I bet you, actually a lot of American friends. I think I'm just vain comparing to myself to a lot of people. I'm vain. Will I get, will I ever get over it? Who knows? Who knows? I don't think so. I remember on Sunday, I was out with buddies. I was having a grand, grand old time. We were going around. My buddies were buying some clothes and stuff. I didn't buy anything. Oh, I bought some socks. And uh, grand time. I think my eyes, my eye. I hate, first of all, when you're in shops here, they have nine million mirrors. I want to see myself straight on. That's all I need. I don't need a 360-degree mirror uh, extravaganza to show me flaws. Oh, this is what I look like from this angle and that angle and there and my right-hand side and that's the side of me and that's the back of me and how can I even see the back of me and oh, what the hell's going on with me? Oh, do I have a fat back from behind? And oh, look at this, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. And you're freaking out and you're like, get me home, I fucking hate shopping. Just give me one mirror. All I need, but then, like, if I ha- if I have what I think I look like in my head, then I look in the mirror and I'm like, all right, that's what I think I look like. And then if I someone takes if I I do these stupid videos on Instagram and I'm like, oh, if I show half my face because I don't like that other half there, that's kind of what I look like. But then if I see all of me, I'm like, oh, is that really what I look like? Because I'm deluded. Don't forget, I'm deluded, people. And then if someone else takes a photo of me, you're like, wait, but that, why is every photo that someone else takes of me horrible? Oh, it's just bad lighting, is it? Is every other photo bad lighting? Is that what I'm going to say to myself? Ah, it's just unflattering because it's bad lighting. Bad angle. Asher, you were mid-speech. Sure, you were opening your mouth and you were probably eating, were you? That's why your face is so fat looking. You were eating, I'd say. That's why you look so bloated. And you're like, no, I wasn't eating anything. I was actually sucking in and trying to look uh, look handsome. Too many, too many. I want so that's why I have no idea what I look like. I realized I'm uh, unaware of what I actually look like. If I had to rate myself on a scale of one to ten, hmm, 
I don't even know. There's something right in, but you can't. I don't want any sick fans being like, oh, you're a 10, you're a fucking handsome bastard. Stop lying. Stop lying. Someone says, oh, you're a four. I'll be like, hmm, why am I a four? I believe you more than if someone says I'm a 10. <coughs> that is why I'm surprised, too, if, like, really, like, unreal hot women, if they're ever interested in me, I'm like, why? Why? Is it because I'm also a 10 looks-wise? Then I delude myself, and then I'm like, no, no, it's probably not. It's probably not that. No, 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 it's probably not. It's probably that I'm weird to them i'm irish and a freak of nature and i might write an old poem for them and they'll be like whoa no one else writes me poems i'm more interested in him that won't be a a conscious thing but now that i'm thinking about it maybe they're just projecting onto me and i can be uh, ultimately you you let them down you know that's what people do you project and you fail but that's why uh i, I don't know what i look like um Cause like part of me in my head thinks, oh, you're a ten, you're a catch, and then other part of my head's like, you're a horrible looking creature. Jesus, you're awful. Why would anyone even give you the time of day? Jesus, you're horrific. I say it because I lie so much to myself. It's good to be deluded in that sense. You can have false confidence and you can cause true life and mess things up. And you're like, ah, oh, but you know, at least at least I have my looks to fall back on. All on Sunday, oh yeah, there's too many mirrors, and you're like, all right, and the light, and you're like, all right, I thought it was, I didn't think it was that hungover looking. Like, you ever been so hungover, you're like, all right, I should be allowed to park in the disabled spot. On that goose, I should be allowed to park in the, in the disabled spot. So I saw too many mirrors, too much lighting, um, and then I was just like, okay, that's enough. But then my buddy took a, I don't even know what he was taking a, an Instagram video of. And uh, I was actually feeling all right because I fooled myself. I had like, I do this mirror face. We all have this dumb mirror face. You look in the mirror. Some people, if you don't, then all right, well done. You're better than me. You're better than a lot of us. Congratulations. But I think we all have a mirror face where we look stupid. But mine is particularly stupid because I suck in my cheeks to sh- make it look like a cheekbone. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I must have done that enough to rebuild my confidence from earlier on when I was close shopping with my buddies. And I'd seen myself too often in too much uh, quote-unquote bad lighting. Maybe that's just how I look. But then my buddy took a photo of me. Oh, no, he took a video of me. Um buying socks and uh for some reason whatever way my hair was in my falling on my forehead it looked like i was going bald even though it wasn't it was just falling to the front so it looked like i had a ball patch on the side um and he showed me and it pissed me off i said i started to crash i felt hungry i felt cranky i went home and i took a nap that's how annoyed I was from that video. So what I'm trying to say, people, I suppose, in summary, I've gibbered, Jesus, I've gibbered on. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in this podcast today. My brain was blank. I just had a nap and, uh, you know, I had uh, an old Tommy, Tommy, the tank engine. And, you know, uh, 
I had no energy is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, we've gibbered for 40 minutes. So I'll take it. I'll run. I'll take it home. I'll take it home and I'll take it to the bank and I'll I'll invest it. I won't invest it wisely, but I'll invest this time we've had together somehow. Um, anything else off top of my head? Behind every good man is a beautiful woman aggressively pegging him. There is something off the top of my head. Um, um, that's about it, I'd say. That's about it. Um, oh, a guy was like, oh, how do you know? If That's the thing about LA, too. Do you know, being deluded. You're always like, I wonder if I can do better woman-wise. You're like, oh, this girl seems unreal. But what if, I, what if there's a better girl out there? And you keep holding out, and then you're 75, and you're alone. You're alone, and you're washing your penis in the, in the sink because you can't afford a bath. There's a good way to finish this off. I figured out if you... Wash your penis before you meet a girl. That means you like her. You know, you're 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 thinking ahead and you're thinking of her. If anything was to happen, you're you're being like, oh, I washed my penis for you. I've got your back. You've got mine and I've got yours. Also, I think if you use the bathroom before you go off to her house, you're also that means you like her. You're like, oh, I don't have any diarrhea mishaps, so you know, I'm gonna save us both any potential hassle. And I'm going to empty my bowels and clean my penis before I call over. All right, guys, let's end on that bum note. Um, good chat. Happy days. If you're around LA this week, come to Laugh Factory Friday night, 7.45. My Irish show. Got a mighty lineup. Check my Instagram, at the Marquez. My Twitter, Trickadoo. Snapchat, Trickadoo. Send me those nudes. Write some reviews on iTunes for this podcast or I'll fight you. I'll fight you all. And you don't want me to fight you. And um, what else? My books, Random, Randomer, and Predom. Got a great review I saw during the week. Three stars from someone called Butch Corin. She just said K. That's it. K. That was her full review. K. So that's nice. Um, so on that note, K. Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be or not to be. Oh, instead of reading, I've been out of a book phase recently, but I got back into it, people. And you know what got me back into it? And I'm so happy. Tolstoy. I'm finally reading. And you know the best part about reading Tolstoy is getting to tell people, even if they don't ask, I like to force it into the conversation. Oh, I'm reading Tolstoy. Why? Because I'm better than you. I'm more intellectual. And that's how deep my intelligence goes, people. I like to carry the book around with me. I haven't read it fully yet, but you know, just in case, do you know the way you're, when you're growing up, your mom's like, oh, wear clean underwear, just in case you get knocked down. You're like, okay, that's that's where your priorities lie. If I get hit by a car, you want me to have clean underwear and nice socks, huh? 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 Now I carry around a nice book. It used to be Ulysses, but it was kind of heavy. And now I got a good copy of uh, Karina. Probably Anna Karina. Uh, Anna Karina. By Leo Tolstoy. I read the side of the book and I sound stupid. But anyway, if I get knocked down, they'll be like, oh, he must he must be very intelligent. Look at what he's reading. And then women be like, oh, stay with us, don't die. He's one of the smart ones. And I'll come back to life. I'll be like, I'll whisper, 
I resuscitate me. And then they'll give me a kiss and then I'll slip the tongue and then they'll be like, he's a creep. And I'll be like, no, it was an accident. All right, I've got a big creepy buddy and good luck next week. Good luck, 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 good luck,